0: Sefer Devarim, Parshat Ve'etchanan on Keeping Relationships Alive. In Parshat Ve'etchanan, Moshe gets to see the Promised Land, but despite his begging with God, is told he'll never be allowed to go in. God responds to Moshe's plea, enough, never speak to me about this matter again. Go up to the summit of Pisgah and gaze about to the west, to the north, to the south and the east. Look at it well, for you shall not go across yonder to the Jordan. Give Joshua his instructions and imbue him with strength and courage, for he shall go across at the head of this people, and he shall allot to them the land that you may only see. This marks a fundamental change in Moshe's relationship with God. From this moment, he stops being the Israelites' representative who performs the unique duty of meeting with God face to face. Instead, for the rest of his life, Moshe simply gives the Israelites the information We need to know to go on without him. Rabbi Dr. Art Green explains, Moses is indeed a great leader, but one who has failed near the end of his days. We no longer see in Devarim the living dynamic relationship between Moses and God, that which filled the pages of the earlier narrative. He only speaks to the people in the name of God, but we never see him turn toward heaven. After he is told, do not speak to me anymore about this matter, his impending death, He, in fact, never speaks to God about anything again. Is the one who will take his soul simply waiting respectfully until Moses completes his charge to the people? Or is he hoping that his faithful servant will turn toward him and speak once again? He never does. As we know all too well, when we're hurt in our human interactions, it's easy for us to grow distant and stop talking. And when we hurt others, it's equally appealing to them conceal ourselves and put previously important relationships on ice. We see in the Torah that it's no different with Moshe and God. Back in the Book of Numbers, Moshe strikes the rock to get water. God takes that to be demonstrating a lack of trust and limits Moshe's life to 120 years. And Moshe's face-to-face relationship with God ends, perhaps prematurely, here early in Deuteronomy. I believe the lesson here is that we have to keep talking even when we feel hurt. In The Art of Communicating, the Buddhist monk Thich Nhat Hanh relays a powerful Vietnamese story about the importance of keeping the lines of communication open. A young husband went off to war and left his pregnant wife behind. Three years later, when he was released from the army, his wife came to the village gate to welcome him and brought along their little boy. The father tried to persuade the little boy to call him daddy, but the little boy refused. He said, mister, you aren't my daddy. My daddy's someone else. He used to come and visit us every night. Whenever he came, my mother would talk to him for a long time and cry and cry. When my mother sat down, the man sat down. When my mother lay down, he also lay down. So you are not my daddy. Hearing these words, the young father's heart turned to stone. He could no longer smile. He became silent. When his wife returned, the man didn't look at, look at her or speak to her anymore. The husband left the house. He got drunk because he couldn't bear his suffering. He never talked to his wife, never looked at her, never ate at home. The young lady suffered so much she couldn't bear it. And on the fourth day, she jumped into the river and drowned. The evening after the funeral, the young father and the boy came home. As the man lit the kerosene lamp, the little boy shouted, here's my father, and pointed to the shadow of his father on the wall. It turned out the young woman used to talk to her shadow every night because she missed her husband so much. Of course, when she sat down, the shadow would sit down too. Now the young father understood. His wrong perception had been wiped away, but it was too late. Friends, this cautionary story reminds us that we often separate ourselves from one another over issues that in reality don't even exist or that are much smaller than we make them out to be. When we're hurt in the course of our lives, we build up what we can imagine as shells, defenses, or armor around ourselves and around our hearts. These defenses are effective in that they keep us from feeling the full pain and enable us to function in the world, despite all that's out there that can harm us. However, we know from the Jewish tradition that this is not the way to truly live we know that Jewish life means doing work of constantly breaking down the defenses that separate us from one another and from the eternal. And one of the most important ways in which we do that is through talking. Why do we traditionally pray three times a day? It's probably not because God needs to be reminded that often that often of our devotion. But it does help us to make sure we don't meet the fate of Moshe whose despair became such a barrier between himself and God that he lived out the the last of his life in relative solitude. With prayer, we are breaking the divide between heaven and earth so that we don't face the world in coldness with a heart turned to stone. We just have to keep talking to God. In this Torah portion, we see what is perhaps a missed opportunity between God and Moshe, one that we can learn from. As God tells us in the book of Isaiah, the mountains may move and the hills may be shaken, But my loyalty shall never move from you, nor my covenant of friendship be shaken, said the Lord who takes you back in love. When we're hurt and we're in a bad place with someone who matters to us, we know we cannot simply walk away. In fact, if we can talk through our issues, the result is we can actually become even closer. Moshe deserved to have this with God, and we deserve to have it with one another. But it's hard, embarrassing work to humble oneself, put aside one's difference, and say the relationship is more important than the battle, and more important than the cold comfort found in isolation. I think our lives have shown us that it's worth it to do this work, to not hide away but embrace the fact that our need to unify with others is greater and more life-giving than the need to maintain our own pride. Shabbat shalom.